0: Hi, I'm Ez, I'm Dove, and welcome to the Let Me Talk podcast. So New Year's Eve, um, coming to a close to a crazy year, um, what are your thoughts in general, in terms of the competition, in terms of how things have changed in like competitively before COVID, after COVID? Um, I don't know the way the way the rules have changed, going about you know different different. Um, I don't know just how football has changed overall. I mean, obviously. I don't know if you can deduce from what I'm saying now, but we've started recording. Um, <laughs>
1: I, I figured, I figured as much.
0: Okay. Um,
1: what do I, 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 don't, I don't think I fully understand the question.
0: No, um, just in general, like what are your, obviously, you know, uh, overall in this world, we all just want to go back to normal. Um, I think it's been a lot better obviously to have fans and to not worry about, you know, players coming in contact and, and now, you know, all the Premier League games are being postponed because there's positive, um, you know, there's positive tests coming out here and there and cases all over the place. And I, you know, but taking a look at it, um, you know, there's always positives and negatives. Um, and I think something about this has, allowed for a lot of smaller teams to be able to come to the forefront because clearly that's what we're seeing like there wasn't much of a build-up to it there wasn't a build-up to like you know other than maybe Leicester there wasn't like this build-up to Southampton becoming you know a top four contender there wasn't any build-up to or there was little to no build-up to AC Milan topping the table by Christmas, um, you know, for Man U to actually be a good competitive team again, for for Everton to explode. I mean, it all just kind of happened. I feel like it all happened within a couple months. Um, I mean, and especially yeah, when you yeah, look at...
1: Yeah, I think we mentioned that how um, uh, right the the pandemic hit and everything shut down and the only teams that were really playing after after months of not being in you know active, I guess not being match fit. Right, they went in. Only the big teams went into playing that many games. Right. Only. For example, in the Premier League, only. Only city. Actually, we'll name all the big teams. Only city and Liverpool and uh, Barcelona and Madrid and Juventus and all the, right, those teams are the ones that were playing in the cup games, in the league games, in Champions League, and the teams in the Europa League. Like those are the teams that were playing. So all those all those players were exhausted. They only had a month in the summer to
0: chill out. Right, but and that they come back you can. Could... All these athletes are exhausted, and all the smaller
1: teams are like, hey. We were kinda out of shape. We didn't get relegated from our club, from our league. We got the train, we're back in action, we're in better shape than the other guys, and they picked it up. And it
0: totally right. shows.
1: It totally shows.
0: But you that's only an that's an, only an explanation for teams like um for teams like Everton, for teams like Leicester, Southampton, Aston Villa, Leeds. Um You're naming so many That's teams. that's four teams. I just named four teams out of 20, actually out of a couple hundred across Europe. What I'm saying is, and and I get that, like, you know, obviously all these teams are, you know, the bigger teams with the bigger names, with all the guys who are constantly playing internationally and, and they're playing in all the, you know, starting every game for their teams. But, but when you look at, Like that—that's what gave them the opportunity to jump ahead. But if you look at someone like Chelsea, who practically bought an entirely new team, and has enough of replacements to you know cover whatever detriments yeah, they also, may have. All those players were,
1: were playing in all big leagues. they were all playing on big teams in big leagues, multiple matches. Okay. The guys were on. Okay. The guys were on. Uh, Leipzig and the guys that were on Ajax, uh, uh, you know, those guys were not on small teams. They bought them from big teams who were playing all over the place. But, you, know, right. you know, I think it totally makes sense. And I think guys that came from places
0: that weren't playing so crazy are crushing it. For example, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic came from the MLS, right? And he's Oh, 100%. He in Syria because he didn't play that crazy. He was playing with toddlers in the States. I wouldn't say toddlers. I'd give them a little more respect in terms of their quality yeah, now. They, they, okay.
1: <laughs> I don't know. What's another... What's a, uh, I don't know. I'm think of what's older than a toddler but younger than a kid. And they weren't
0: playing at, at the quality of the worst yeah. European teams.
1: playing at the quality of Zlucka.
0: Right. Right. But then how would you explain someone like Leeds or Wolves or Arsenal who've been building up to these, not necessarily these moments, but have been building for the past few years? Wolves I get get because I think
1: Wolves are are on like a teeter-totter right now in the in the sense that they have like you know you, you can't keep the same exact team every year right like you like right. kept a similar team every single year with small changes and they did well for like 10 years in a row but they never kept the same team right Yes, yeah. kind of have the same team
0: but they they brought like, in
1: guys with like Neto and podents sort of i mean
0: right But they they did they. Were they not in Europa League last season? They were in Europa League, but they didn't go far. I don't think.
2: Okay. Relatively,
0: and and and, you can can always give the
1: excuse of you know newly promoted.
0: Right. Right, but but there was an expectation of them blowing up since they were under Bielsa. They were amazing in the championship. They. And continue, I mean, they are, you know, just, just meeting expectations, you know, upsetting Liverpool and, or not upsetting, but, you know, giving them a problem, giving other teams problems.
1: Liverpool has their own problems. They just tied Newcastle. They got their own
0: problems. Yeah, I'm ecstatic.
1: Yeah, it's pretty freaking awesome.
0: Um, but, I mean, Wolves, they brought in... Like three or four attacking backups, they brought in a hand, a handful of defensive players, a couple of midfielders. They did, they did do some good um, recruitment work during the summer, and and with the team they had and with the ambitions they had, I don't think there was an expectation them for for them to drop like this. And same thing with Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal went out into the into the transfer market and got Gabriel. They got um, – they, well, I mean, they secured I mean, Donny Ceballos. The, the
1: nitty-gritty of stuff is going on in the Premier League. I can't – I mean, it's hard. You can't attribute it. You just attribute it to it being sports. But you asked me specifically what I thought about the year, the impact of COVID. Look, what I thought about the year um, – if I had to think about the year in general from, like, let's say, last season ending this year, it was sort of lame – every every team you expected to win their respective leagues won their respective leagues um and they won them by a, you know a pretty large margin which is also lame um i hate that covid's
0: terrible obviously obviously but it, it i'm not no
1: no but sorry i don't want to say but because then it shows like then it's not real covid's awful it disrupted the status quo of what was going on in leagues and now it's not so much as it was last season, where it was just one team finishes with ninety-seven points, the next the next best team has got about seventy or eighty, and then that's it. It's a little more even keel. Right. I don't think we have a new pandemic every year to upset the status quo. Right. I think it, just, it gave people a chance, it gave teams it gave teams a chance, and it screwed up other teams, right? yeah you could attribute some factor of COVID to the fact that arsenal suck or it's just the fact that for the past five years arsenal have sucked
0: right but that's 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 what i'm saying is you know obviously COVID has disrupted a lot whether it's because you know players are more on this this strict really fast-paced schedule of games and more condensed so it's exhausting the big teams and then there's also you know the big teams like like, Liverpool and City barely dip their toes into the market. Well, City did. They got Ake and they got um, Ferran Torres. But, like, even then, some of these big teams have their own financial things to worry about, even, like, the smaller teams, yet yet the trends that we normally see are, are different and that makes sense because of COVID. But it's not, it's even then it's not consistent. Like it's, it's switched from the normal status quo, as you said, of the big teams always staying on top and the smaller teams always staying in the middle and the bottom. But now it's all over the place, but the teams that could and should benefit from something like this aren't benefiting at all. And what, what is that? What could that be attributed to? Is that they're they're also getting hit by these same things, or is there quality of play? Um, I mean, you attribute it to things we talking about before. What's wrong with Arsenal? They have a leadership issue, or a lack of leadership issue. They have right. That
1: team, they don't have uh, uh, an ex- an as experienced coach, you know, with enough self uh, coaching experience. Right, leading by himself. Right. I don't think I don't know where this full. No, he doesn't. He was, <laughs> he's uh, been best friends
0: with Pep for a while.
1: team <laughs> with a prestige and history like Arsenal and he's doing it with players who on paper are good, but if we're being honest in character, they don't seem like leaders. And you know, you need a you need that second in command, the captain, you need your skipper. And they don't have a skipper. They have a guy who scored right. a lot of goals in Germany. And they figured give him the an armband, and that was fine. And then they gave it to Shaka, but for some reason he messed up a bunch. And then Arsenal fans booed him, and then he like cursed at them, and they're like, "Right." Well, can't anymore. But Shaka's so a curious
0: think, case for me.
1: In my opinion, it should be Burnt Leno or Mesut Ozil, but Mesut Ozil's never going to get it. And I feel like Burn Leno, even though he's a keeper, and keepers usually best at being captains, he probably wouldn't be a good captain either. But look, we're not going to hark on Arsenal's issues. That's something you can attribute it to. It's just a lack of leadership. In my opinion.
0: Mm. So you're saying they have the quality. They just need someone to step up and bring the team together.
1: Yeah. Okay. City. City, I mean, City aren't doing terribly. I,
0: I can't. The only thing I can attribute to that is that he Pep keeps overthinking everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, that's the joke. But also, if he just let, if he just trusted his players, they would do great.
0: Because I think he, I think he man manages every single bit now. Yeah,
1: he does. He's, he's he.
0: Every move, every play. What is that word for managing
1: people on a micro level? What is that, Israel? It's uh... um, I don't know. Microgymn.
0: Something like that. Microgymn. Oh yeah. <laughs> um but yeah but then but then with Wolves I can't I can't pin it. They came close a handful of times against United. Um and I I don't I, I don't think it's fair to say that they've been terrible. They just haven't been The same- they haven't been the same since the start of the season, and then when Jimenez, Jimenez, when Jimenez cracked his skull open, it, it just took a larger downward spiral. So
1: there you go, you just attributed to Jimenez cracking his skull, and it's totally fine.
0: But it was- but it, it's not just- like, obviously that hurt them a lot, but if- if you look at before the season started, there wasn't anything that real. If anything, there was more reason to look at them and say, wow, they'll do much better because they brought in Pudence, they brought in Neto, they brought in... They they got Nelson Cimeto from Barcelona. Like, it was unheard of. And then it it kind of teetered off. You know, they don't use Traore as much. And he hasn't scored in a while. But for me, as a, as a huge fan of Traore, no pun intended... I, I think he, he doesn't get used as much and in the same way that he should be, but like with Wolves in general, I haven't been able to pin it. It's always been weird. It's just been a weird situation. It's the same thing with Chelsea who brought in, but it makes sense that, you know, their guys are exhausted and they're just not at the point where they can play together yet. Like you said last time. Yeah, Um, I think we might, um, you know.
1: I mean, at the beginning of Wolves coming back to the Premier League, they were probably underestimated, you know.
0: When they came back the first time.
1: Yeah, how many years ago? That was only
0: a couple of years ago. Right? That was the seventeen eighteen season, I believe. Yeah. You know, or they, was it eighteen nineteen? They have They've never done amazing, right? They've only made the Europa League once or twice. Right, but they they did better than people expected. Oh, it wasn't two thousand? So they cop they got in 2018 2019. Right. To, you know, 19? Yeah.
1: So people just people are no longer taking them for granted. People take them seriously. That's all. I I would think.
0: Other clubs are like, all right, wolves are clearly not a joke. Right. A week Take it seriously. But people they picked up on that in the first, um, in the, the, you know, after their first season, they made it to seventh, the qualifying rounds for the Europa League, and then I'm pretty sure last season didn't they just straight. Qualify for the Europa League? Oh no, they were they were in seventh again, but they they had a you know the same finish, very close to to qualifying for the Europa League, and now they're in fourteenth, I think, or thirteenth, right above Arsenal, and it's and it's weird. I I see what you're saying with you know them taking it more ser- taking Wolves more seriously, but it's not. So would you say it's an it's interesting it's, it's an interesting point you make because they started taking Wolves more seriously. Um but they're not even doing well against, you know, even smaller clubs. And then the teams like Southampton, Villa, do you think people were kind of like in the back of their heads, you know, Villa almost got relegated last season? Southampton was also in the bottom half of the table. You know, these upstarts.
1: Okay. So you take them for granted and now look where they are. Mm.
0: They're,
1: they're taking advantage of other
0: people. I like that. Uh, um, assumptions? i assumptions. That's what I'm looking for. They're taking advantage of other people's or uh, whatever. Misconceptions. Misconceptions,
1: um, quickness to overlook them. Right. Uh, Aston Villa, whatever. Eh. Don't do that, Earl score against. Yeah,
0: I mean, they finished a point above the relegation zone. Same yep. thing. They finished a point above the relegation zone last season, and then West Ham was right above them. You know, Everton was 12th. Southampton was above them.
1: Leeds just was newly promoted. And look,
0: some. And Sheffield. Yeah, it's right. Because yep. also, if you look at Sheffield, they were great, and then, you know, people decided. But again, they also kind of got. Picked apart with some of their players. Namely, Dean Henderson. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, for for me, obviously, other than COVID, it's a case of... There's also this kind of aspect of them taking some teams... Or seemingly taking some teams more seriously than others. And then those taking advantage of that scenario. Say that again. As in, there's, you know, there's obviously the financial stuff and there's the competitive stuff that disrupts the flow of of how the league is going and how leagues are going. But then they also, you know, they underestimated Villa for the following season. They underestimated Everton, Southampton based on, let's say, if they base it on last year's season. And then they also overestimated or they, you know, they overestimated wolves and Sheffield. they They focused their efforts in, you know the wrong places. and then the smaller teams saw that, realized it, and took advantage of it, along with you know the other stuff of of Covid.
1: If I had to say there's one thing that COVID really disrupted, it was fitness. Yeah, there are no fans. Yeah, you post, whatever. It, it disrupted fitness. As somebody right. Who, kind of, who at a at some professional level understands physical fitness? Yeah. I mean, you don't take somebody who trained as an athlete as a living to do that. Stop them for a bunch of months do have them do their own exercises without all the other stuff that they're usually watched over and all of the, the dieting and nutrition and the facilities and the teamwork and all that stuff and then you throw them all back together
0: and then expect them you know to do well i think right. it's effective fitness
1: mm-hmm. i think it affected fitness most okay but we have basically a normal league again
0: yeah you know, oh 100 percent. and i think it's amazing
1: Remember the beginning of the
0: season where people were scoring like seven goals a game? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. There was, and and I mean, even still, despite the fact that, you know, the goals have gone down, it's still unpredictable from match week to match week. You know, the positioning is is completely unpredictable, even though I'm going to bring up a question of who do you think is going to win based on Christmas endings or halfway through endings, but leave that for later and it was crazy and i and look like obviously covid's bad and i'm bad i do not like being stuck in the same room in the same bubble all the time
1: more people dying but
0: at the and that but at the same time you know you do have to look at the positives and all the negatives and it's made it's made football more competitive it's yeah. it's close quarters and, and, you know, also if you look at the differences between this season and last season's La Liga, it was the same. You know, Real, Barca, Atletico, Sevilla, top three, top four finishes. But now, it seems COVID has completely dethroned Barca and Real. And Real Sociedad, um, Sevilla, Villarreal, you know, even Hatafe or not Hatafe, but like Granada, they've jumped up. Atletico, they're, they're leapfrogging Barca and Real. They're no longer the Giants. And I, I think that was seen towards the end of last season because Barca and Real were both putting in weak performances. And then this hit, and then it gave everybody a chance to jump ahead and get on the same playing field. But what's what's weird to me, and I guess it's not all that weird, because it's, it's kind of a common occurrence for teams like Valencia and Bilbao, who have great teams on paper, but they always finish in the middle. Betis, that's something I've never even looked at, now that I look at it, it's pretty freaking weird. Like yeah. Valencia is right above the relegation zone right now.
1: Valencia. Yeah, so yeah, I mean it, it happened in a lot of in a lot of leagues. Syria as well. Roma and the Milans are on top.
0: Right. Right, but it's not it's not the same in sen- in the sense that th- the better there are better teams. I think you know what it is, to me at least is what I see is all the teams... This gave a chance for all the teams in each of the leagues to kind of get back on the same playing field. Mm -hmm. And it happened a lot quicker for Serie A because they were sort of on that trajectory already. But with this, it made it even faster. Because whoever was really big and had all the power kind of had to take a step back with everything they were doing, and then, you know, those who were smaller and didn't have as much money and power as the rest of them got a chance to jump up. Cause if you look at the top eight, you have all the OG the OG Serie A teams back in the same spots as they should be, competing, you know, tooth and nail, blood, sweat and tears.
1: Teams like Fiorentina crushing Euras
0: teams like Fiorentina are crushing Juventus you know Juventus isn't even in the top five let alone the the top four yeah so and it's it's crazy and then and right and then you know La Liga it's taking a it's it's weird because there are still teams that could be doing better and should be doing better that aren't and same thing with um what's it called same thing with the Premier League. Yeah. Everywhere, it just gave other teams a chance.
1: Now, when I trade this exciting, these exciting leagues, you know, for to to have you know, gotten Right.
0: Uh, now that's the question that I was literally about to ask. Would you? I would prefer if there was no pandemic and the world was normal. Right. You know, that, that died. we were not that uh, Yes, not but but. Let's say it wasn't a pandemic. Let's say it was, you know, 2008-style Great Recession type of situation. Can
1: say that again?
0: If it was, if it was like a Great Recession situation. Great
1: Recession? You mean like the Great Depression?
0: Like in 2008, when, you know, everything went down... I mean, that's what, yeah. That's fair. That's a little play on words for you. But that is what they call it.
1: I mean, it's different. I asked I asked some elderly people over the pandemic what it was like during um, the recession, because I don't remember that stuff. I was like 8. Uh, actually, I was like 12 or 13, but I didn't really pay attention because I was 12 or 13. Of uh, the recession versus World War Two versus this pandemic, like it's very different. It's just it's you know it's a very different feel. So I'm sure it was the same for football. I don't know what football is like. That's I have no idea.
0: I mean, I think honestly, I think that was a point in which the big teams got to take off because in the Great Recession it was all financials um yeah in the in the great recession time like was it was a i think it was the champions league final between united and chelsea um they had right all the all the teams were hard hit by by the recession and and you know everybody was freaking out probably not as the same level as now but everybody's freaking out but then the bigger teams were able to handle it better than the rest of them since it was only financial. Yeah. It was a strictly financial problem. And they weren't paying out the same sums they are now. <laughs> what? I'm just talking about the part where they called it a financial crisis. Yes. You know? Yes. Because it was that, that might be a reason why they called it that. We're not 100% sure though. I did it with money, something, something,
1: something, money, Wall Street, something, money.
0: Yeah um but but I think that when that happened, right the bigger teams were able to um account for what they lost they weren't paying out f- the same salaries they weren't buying players for the same amounts or not even nearly the same amounts even I think even if you take into account for inflation uh-huh. and so that was the point at which teams like city, United very briefly until Ferguson left. You know, Barcelona, Real, they all just took off because that pulled everyone else back. Yeah, and you know what that kinda makes sense? Because it built up to uh you know, almost a decade of just farmers leagues of oh, demolition. Right. It had always been like that, but after something like that where little teams got screwed, big teams got not as screwed, they're like, Alright, we'll just Make all of our money back and more by destroying and always being in championships. Right. Well, I think if if it was already a farmers league situation before it, and then they got the financial crisis, we'd still we it would be even worse. Football competitively, it would be even more farmers leaguey. Yeah. Thankfully, it didn't take off like that. But then, you know, fast forward twelve years later. And you have a global pandemic, and it, it shunts everybody in every aspect. And I don't know if, I don't really know if you can say, because it wouldn't make sense that smaller teams could take care of it better, right? Because they have the same things to worry about. Salaries, they have the same things to, I guess- not want enough of the, the
1: resources to worry less about it.
0: Right. Right? Bo- some people
1: in their session. When there are people in their session, poor people who had their money invested got super duper screwed, and people who were, when rich people who had their money invested
0: got screwed, but not as much because they had money elsewhere and they were totally fine. ish I mean, they probably had to lose a couple of their Maseratis. Hidden in their Swiss bank accounts. Two of their, two of their house, two out of five of their houses. But right, you know, they were fine. They yes, were fine. but now we're seeing an an attack, quote unquote. Yeah. On everything, on every asset, on every aspect of. There is the formula to good football. You take away everybody's money, and the big teams do well. You kill a bunch of people with a disease, and the little teams will fight back. Oh, that's the, that's the new conspiracy theory. All the small teams in all the leagues around the world—they created the coronavirus. Should we just oh. should we just instate like a global purge so we can have good sports?
1: Yeah, they all get reset. reset
0: Yeah. On the right track. We'll just start again, we'll go back to the Coliseum, we'll figure out CL.
1: Right. Those kinds of sports, and we'll work our way back. We'll figure it out, it'll be okay.
0: I mean, it's only like a small step past like UFC, really.
1: We did it once,
0: so we'll do it again. Yeah. That'll we can fair. always we can always do a throwback. Yeah. TBT to only fit people to lines. But but enough of that stuff. Um <sighs> let's let's move on. So this week was you know, kick off to the new year. Things looking better. Um things things still looking tight in every league. There's no real idea of where things are going to go from here. But of of where it's ended at Christmas or I guess from now
2: yeah
0: who are you saying is winning each league so at the top at the top four for the prem it's Liverpool, United, Leicester and Spurs um in in that order and United are now currently on level points with with uh, Liverpool yes um and then Syria is Let's let's start with the Prem, then. So, top four is what we have now, but if you look at the top six, you have four points between the two. Between the six, I meant. Um, I mean,
1: when you ask me this, I, I always say Spurs is not as, like, a biased thing, but I really think they're going to pick it up. So, I'm not... I have to stick with my work, and I do believe that Todd and are going to win the Premier League for the first time since 1958. I gotta make sure I know that I'm supposed to be a supporter.
0: Have they won the league? Ever? I mm-hmm. do no, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I think it was 1958, wasn't it? I, I don't know. I wouldn't know. <laughs> 19,
1: no, they won the League Cup in 1999.
0: Yeah, I think that's I get, it.
1: 2008, no, that doesn't make any sense.
0: Right? They've, I don't think they've ever won a league title.
1: They did, they did.
0: They won the League Cup in 1999 and then 2008. That's it. I don't think they've ever won.
1: It was called the EFL, though, right? Wasn't it called the EFL? No. What was it called before the Premier
0: League? It was the Barclays Premier League. It was the English Premier League. They won the, the League Cup. Like the Carabao Cup. But I don't think they've ever won the League. I
1: could, I, I, I could have sworn it's not
0: Football League champions 1951 and 1950-1951 and then 1960-1961. Okay. Whoop de <laughs> Yeah, so I was a little bit off. A little bit. I wholeheartedly believe. You got it right in between. I wholeheartedly believe that they have the Premier League in their grasp this season. That's what I believe. So top four, with Spurs four. obviously at the forefront. Who are you uh, saying? United, United, second, Liverpool, third, Leicester, fourth. Okay.
1: I think United will pick it up, but they won't make it exactly to the top. Um, I think they'll probably win next year, but that's just for the next year. Um, I do think
0: Liverpool will. So, you yeah. don't even think City's going to make it back to the Champions League? Or and, Chelsea?
1: No, definitely not Chelsea.
0: After I told, today? I told you Chelsea are not contenders. I told you Chelsea are not contenders. You're like, put them a great team? No, Chelsea are not contenders. I, I mean, currently they're not. They could have been. Uh, they no. definitely could have been. If anybody could have been anything. If, if they, they had, had, a... A grandmother had a wheel, she could have been a trolley car, but you know what? She's not, she's my grandmother. So,
1: no. I don't think I don't think Chelsea were ever trying to look that. I said that. And I stick to it.
0: Um, and then what about relegation?
1: Uh relegation? I
2: That's think it's
0: I think it's going to sit as it is, but I do I do have a feeling that Big Sam can pull West Brom out and swap places with either, with probably Burnley, if I'm going to be totally honest.
1: No, I, I think it's whoever's there right now. It's
0: but yeah, one. that's what's looking likely. Yeah,
1: that's what I think. I think whoever's there right now is, this is definitely Sheffield. Right? I feel like they've already clinched. That's
0: it. They have two points out of 17 games.
1: Yeah, they're not going anywhere. There's no chance.
0: Out. Um, but I do not think Spurs are going to win it. All right. What do you think? I'd like to say United, but I also don't think they're going to win it. Um, right, What do you think? Liverpool, United, Probably, Liverpool, yeah. uh, probably Liverpool. If City can really pick it up, then, you know, maybe they can jump everybody because they usually do. What it's looking like now is between like Liverpool, United and Spurs but in all honesty uh, i don't know personally i don't want to say united because one i'll sound biased and two i'm just going to get my own hopes up and then when they don't i'm going to be crushed yeah expect to be crushed so uh, i think as it stands now maybe if you switch leicester and spurs for third and fourth respectively
1: you're saying you're saying you think it'll be Liverpool United Le- uh, Spurs Leicester by the end of the
0: season. I think it's going to be either Liverpool United Spurs Leicester or United Liverpool Spurs Leicester.
1: Okay, okay, pick one, homie. You get to pick
0: one. You the to pick two. I picked one. Pick so one. I can feel better about myself. I'll go United Liverpool Spurs Leicester.
1: Okay, okay. Feel better immediately because the delayed effect will.
0: Uh, um, and then. Okay, so we have that. I kind of want to write that down and see, see where we come out. So we have. All right. I need sticky notes. That's what I need.
1: Sticky notes, or a computer. You can use this new cool thing they're using called the a computer.
0: And that's what I'm using right now. But when I'm using see- sticky notes on the computer.
1: Oh, when you say sticky notes, they like it's...
0: Yeah, but the computer wants. I
1: didn't, I didn't know that there were posters on the computer, I guess. Uh, yeah. I and I thought I was.
0: Um, let's see. So, for the Prem, we have... Um, what did you say? Spurs, United, Spurs United Liverpool, Leicester. Liverpool, Leicester. Uh, I mean, I always have looked at Leicester because they're up there now. But
1: honestly, uh, I, I kind of want to switch city with
0: Leicester. You switch city with Leicester. I'll,
1: I'll stick with it. I'll stick with Leicester for.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna go with what did we say? United, Liverpool, Spurs, Spurs, and then. I don't know if I'm to now that you mention it, just uh, we're just going based off of that, but I do not think that Leicester are gonna hold
1: uh, sturdy yeah, to it. about it, it's like, I'm only saying because they're there, like,
0: cities are more
1: plausible.
0: Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put city at yeah, fourth. Yeah, city instead for both of us. Okay, and then relegation as it stands, whatever. Now moving on to Siri ah. So we have a a pretty, a pretty, in order. In order, order from first to fourth. Milan, Inter, Juve, Roma. Milan, Inter, Juve, Roma. Mm. Milan, Inter, Juve, Roma. I don't know. I don't, I don't think Juve is going to make it. I don't think Juve is going to make the cut at all.
1: Underestimate the power of Juventus.
0: Cuz I mean look at the 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 firepower that Napoli has and you know that uh, all the four teams before them before Juve have. It's not so Clear cut and obvious that Juve are gonna come, come no you know, crashing saying, through halfway through the season.
1: No one's saying clear cut and obvious. We're trying to figure it out. It's all we think. Predictions. and I'm predicting.
0: Right. We that's know. what I'm. I'm saying. But I'm saying I don't think Juve are even gonna. Because I think Juve are a little behind, but they're totally strong enough to pick up at least into the top four. I don't. And, th- and are doing very well, and then the kind of team that
1: can fall here and there, but still kind of stay stagnant, and they'll they'll keep themselves in the top
0: four. Yeah, but they're not not strong enough. What? They're not strong enough anymore. Yeah, I don't know what that means, not strong enough. They've been doing fantastically, and it shows because they're sitting pretty in third place. Two points above Napoli and
1: three points above Juventus, which is why I think...
0: Who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Roma. We're not talking about Roma. We're still talking about Juve. No, no, no. Juve aren't, aren't looking pretty. Juve aren't as strong as they've been the past five years. They're okay. not in the top five at Christmas, which is a time where they're usually at the top, if not at second. They're, they're an old team. They're underusing star players. It's not... They're not as strong anymore. Ronaldo's not... As good anymore, he's easier to contain. Look, obviously, he's, he just scored two goals today. Big whoop. I mean, he's. I don't know. It's. I look good. Okay, what are your top four? My my top four. Do, Roma,
1: you, is, your, is your top four
0: as it stands? My top four as it stands, swapping Roma and Napoli.
1: Okay, fine. So you favor Napoli, I favor Juventus.
0: But I don't think Juve is gonna even cut and the, make the cut for the champions like this. See this, you know. Dude, that's a crazy
1: statement.
0: It's a crazy statement, but you know, the quality of Italian football has skyrocketed within two years, and I don't think they were ready for it. It sidelined them.
1: All right. So you got your predictions.
0: Um La Liga. It's currently Atletico, Real, Uh, yeah, well, uh Sociedad, Real, Barca, Sevilla. Uh, you, gotta, you gotta take into account, by the way, just real quick. Syria <coughs> and Juventus both have a game in hand, right? You have to remember that there are games
1: in hand. That's important
0: to That's remember. fine, but it's still, uh, it's Juventus. not, it doesn't make that big of a difference because yeah. down the line, teams still get games in hand and. You
1: know that's different. that's only that doesn't really I'm only bring that up because of the La Liga table. But uh, I only brought it up for Syria because I want to talk about it in the in the Syria in the La Liga table. But in terms of Syria our argument still stands that. For La Liga,
0: you know, yes. No, I understand yeah. that, but for La Liga it makes a bigger difference.
1: Atletico or a game in hand, Barca have a game in hand, Villarreal have a game in hand, Madrid have a
0: game in hand, and so you have the
1: other ones in the top five
0: who haven't. Right, but that's the thing. The entire league has at least a game in hand. Or has... No, hasn't played a game yet. Barca have two. Barca have two games. Right, it's... So, in a league like La Liga, it's not very... What?
1: Nothing is set in stone right now. I think... I think, um... uh, From... First, uh, fourth, look, the top, the, the big three are going to finish in the top four, you know that. Barca suck, but they're going to finish in the top
0: four. I have them going fourth. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, definitely fourth. I would say even, I would say... Third or fourth. Uh,
1: I would say Atletico, and then Real, and then Barca, and then Real. So, let's that's me. Mm.
0: That's right. I have the opposite. No, I know because those that are doing very well and Everton was doing great and their coach is amazing and the players are working really well. But I have to just just because the name and
1: the, and the sheet and the paper, what it says on paper, Barca have to finish third. They have, there's no way they can't. They're just, they're they're way too star-studded to not finish third. I have faith in Barcelona will finish.
0: Barca r but... two. You're saying Barca are two-star-sided to finish in, in yeah, fourth.
1: there's no way to finish behind Real Sociedad.
0: I don't know. Game, by the
1: way, lost to Barcelona. So,
0: right, well, but that doesn't down. mean everything. They only beat, who is it? Wesca today? By one? Again,
1: because it doesn't matter how much you beat a person by. If you win, you win.
0: Right, but, but it's not just beating. It's struggling throughout to get that result. Yeah, they've been struggling the whole season. And right. Fifth. And we both think they're going to finish in, four, in the top four. So
1: I don't think it's so crazy to think that they'll finish a the team that's doing well but has also lost to a struggling Barcelona. I don't think that, that's crazy.
0: Hmm. I feel like we can skip the Bundesliga. No, why? Oh, come on. Oh, okay. For real? <laughs> yeah,
1: well.
0: Uh, Bayern, Leipzig, Leverkusen, Dortmund. I mean, it's going to end like that. The only surprising aspect of all of this is Union Berlin, who's in the Europa League spot, and they just got promoted
1: oh, wow. uh, recently, uh-huh. which is
0: incredibly impressive. Yeah. Unbelievable yeah, stuff obviously. from them.
1: Same thing. I'd like to see Leipzig finish above Bayern, but so do so with the whole
0: world, and that's not going to happen. Right. What are the odds? Um, I mean, they have the same—they have the same form for the past few games, three wins and two draws, for both. So they're both pretty consistent. Um, but in all honesty, Bayern's still a super team, so it doesn't matter.
1: They're disgusting.
0: It's absurd. It—it it shouldn't be legal. Um, but a league that I do not want to skip is yeah. League On. I think PSG is gonna take a little slump again, no, I'll tell you what, despite Pochettino if they hire taking you. over. If they hire, um, Pochettino? Yeah.
1: If they they've hire hired
0: she, him. He's well, in. He has the okay. job.
1: Uh, no, yeah, they're
0: gonna, they're gonna win. Yeah, I don't know. Congrats to him, but I'm, I'm gonna. So Dove, you got him, PSG. Probably have, like, let's do top, what's the green Europa League group stage? Um, so let's go top four. Who would you put? Obviously, you're starting with PSG, but I don't think they're going to win it.
1: PSG, uh, uh, PSG
0: then Leon and then um yeah. like the same top four really but just switching around it and then Ren. Okay, fine. I I I do genuinely think that it's either going to be Lil or Leon's year, but leaning towards Lil.
1: Leaning towards Lil? Yeah. So, I'm just I think I'm just
0: Stuff. Um. So, yeah, I, I put Lille, PSG, Leon, and Ren. Um, I, I mean, they're both, I mean, all three of them are unbelievable teams Leon, Lille, and PSG. The only reason I think Lille have the edge is because they have all around like above average quality like good players in every every spot. You know, they have one or two really good midfielders, they have a couple good defenders and they have, you know, a good striker here and there. So, you know, they're they're a relatively you're like above average French team, but they do have good talent that can lead each each section. Whereas I feel like Lyon is more Depay, Depay-revolved. depirevolved. What?
1: Do you not PSG not have a stellar team in all
0: positions? They do, but that's the thing. I mean, it's gonna just over... It's 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 like with Chelsea, it's too much. What?! I can make an argument?
1: They all play together. It's like saying Bayern It's just too much. We're not too much, it's a power team. They
0: have teams, they but team. they. But you and do team team. see consistently throughout seasons they get too hot-headed and they lose it to tiny teams. All right. So who won the who won the who won, year, who won this league last year? I mean, PSG won the league. Oh! Did they lose to a bunch of teams last year during the season? Small teams because they got hot-headed. Right, Which but right, but there weren't. But Leon and Leo weren't asking the same questions they are this season. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Not to me. Of matter. course it does. Of course it does because they're. That's. But that's abs- that's absurd. But that's abs- that's completely absurd because if you're and and I know you hate it when I say this, but. Although Leicester's win of the league in 2016 was incredibly impressive, if you really want to take a look at it, they were very lucky to have the circumstances they did that season. Not a single not a single team, and I don't really think you can say Spurs really challenged for the league, because when they lost it, it was with like five games left to the season, and they were down 10 points. No one was competing for a top four spot, let alone the league title. And they were able to waltz to it because what do they have? They had a, they had a above average English team with good, with good players in each spot. I'm just saying the same exact thing. It's that in that sense, in that sense, it was the same thing with PSG. They, you know, maybe they lost a couple games here and there, but overall no one's challenging for the league. But now what you have is the super team who is still losing to both the big and the big the big and the small teams in the French league. But you also have two or three teams that are really putting in the work and challenging for the title and asking questions of PSG and seeing if they really still have it.
1: Are you saying that these teams are lucky? Like Leicester or
0: these teams are I don't get it. What don't you get? The point is that Leicester got lucky in 2015, 2016. They had the same situation as PSG does every single season. No one challenges them for the league title and they're able to just go and waltz to it no matter what happens throughout the season. In Leicester's case, no one was going for the title. They put in you know, solid performances throughout the season and they were able to win the title because there was no one opposing them. Now, what you have this season, is a different story where PSG are are doing the same thing they do every season, but they also have big teams that are beating them because they're putting in the effort and a ton of work, and they have great talents to, to challenge for the title.
1: I can let you say that. You mean to tell me that a team full of Marquinhos and Mbappe,
0: Maria, Icardi, and Neymar are just like Leicester? No, just lucky no one's, no one's, no one's, ever asking questions. no one's saying that. I'm just saying the, it's, the parallel is there. In no, throughout, throughout the past 40 years, I don't know, 40 years, but throughout the past 20 years, PSG walks to the league on title because no one challenges for the title. Maybe it was bad because it's a different scenario but leicester had the same thing no one was challenging for the title they were the only ones that were performing consistently well therefore they were able to win the league title this season it's not like that and psg has to actually compete which they're not doing that well which is what i've said four times
1: Almost in the way that you're saying is that Leicester isn't a good team in
0: 2015. They just got lucky. I didn't say that.
1: But that's what you're saying is that they just got lucky.
0: Um, a, a good so amount of of team. their reasoning for winning the league was because they got lucky that no one was performing nearly as well as they should have been. Every Every single team was completely underperforming. Chelsea ended up in 14th place that season or 12th place that season. It was it was a disaster. From the big 6, it was a disaster from from every team in the league other than Leicester who consistently performed well as opposed to the rest who didn't. Uh,
2: I'm trying to still pull apart the comparison. I, see that. I
0: can't I I can't buy it. I don't get this. I don't what don't you get about it?
1: Let me just figure this out. We're saying that there are comparisons with last year in 2015 not really being a fantastic team, just <laughs> not being challenged by everybody else. And sort of like PSG the last 20 years has never been challenged by anybody. They just got to walk onto it. Right?
0: Forget the now comparison. Sudden, Forget the comparison. The point is yeah, that now PSG... All of a sudden, now comp- all of a sudden
1: PSG are being challenged. Right? By these two teams. So let's make the comparison that Leicester City of 2016 is the PSG of this year, who were actually challenged.
0: No. I don't know where you're getting that from.
1: PSG is a ridiculously good team.
0: Right. Challenge,
1: no challenge, they can kick ass. They're ridiculous.
0: Okay. they are PSG. They have a billion dollars worth of players on the field. That sure. They're Sure. That's that's all fine and dandy. That's very nice. The sunshine and the daisies and whatever, it's all very nice. But if you really want to look at it, they lose like five times a season to bottom table relegation teams. And then when it comes to bigger teams, they they do, you know, stutter here and there. But this season. They're not just stuttering, they're full-out losing and falling behind these teams because they're actually challenging for the league title. They
1: are one point behind 1st and 2nd place.
0: It's still, it's still, they are behind, they are behind, they are behind two teams, they are still behind two teams halfway through the season. They they're not in the top 2 halfway through the season. That's not something that's that's unprecedented. That's unprecedented. won't win the league. I do not think PSU will win the league. You're
1: crazy. you that's crazy.
0: That's nice. You can say that's crazy, but like
1: say with full confidence PSU won't
0: win the league? I am going to say with full confidence that PSU won't win the league. Oh, we don't
1: put money on that.
0: He's and 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 you know why? Because additionally they hired pochettino who you know you know i'm sure he'll get along with his players and everything but he will want to bring in people namely someone like dele ali who's trying to get the hell out of spurs and who he really likes who is likely to go to psg during the january window all right and it could cause unrest in the team if he favors one player over the other different it's a a different style of play that he's going to bring to them. It's a it's a new a it's a new Right, but but Pep Guardiola, obviously you can be skeptical, but Pep Guardiola not- won jack shit in his first season in, at Manchester City. He Yo. he had a system that was proven, was tried and 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 true and proven 100% to work for years at Barcelona, for years at at, at uh, Bayern Munich, and then he went to City and he won nothing in his first season with a good team in the greatest league in the world Yeah, oh, with his fuck. tried and would true system. That? Would you say
1: that City team is the same as his PSG team? Is, which team is the same as his PSG team? You would not say that. That, that Pep's first city team was the same as as and Porcino, we're
0: last not comp- we're not comparing we're not comparing the teams we're not comparing the teams. No, you're not. You no, you're not. You no, you're not.
1: not. What's it? You can't tell me that Lyon and Lille are bigger challenges to this PSG team than than uh, uh, United, Spurs,
0: Arsenal, Chelsea, and uh, Liverpool were to Pep's first city team. You can't tell me it's the same comparison. You know what I want to tell you? Bayern Munich in 2014-2015 and 2015-2016 could wipe the floor with this PSG. Pep Guardiola Bayern with this PSG. What what's that have to do with anything? It's it's the same thing. He went to a he went to another country and he had his system and and sure like whatever he could beat them, but it, it doesn't mean that it's always gonna work out perfectly when you get a new coach like that. It's gonna be a totally new thing.
1: But that's not. I'm not talking about Bayern. You said City. This first City team he came, he didn't win anything, and
0: I'm comparing that City team to this PSG team. Right, but he also had a full season to prepare. He had a full. He had a full summer to make signings. He had a full summer and then some to instate his like. His whole philosophy and and make sure that they had it down pat and he still failed to come away with anything. All right. Go on. It took him an entire season to do it. And Pochettino now has to do it halfway through a season. He has to he has to bring a totally different coaching mentality. He has to bring a totally different style. He has to where, he'll bring in new city. he'll bring in new players that could clash with the players he has now.
1: Where were City the season before Pep King?
0: where was city when the season before
1: yeah how did they finish how did they
0: do in the top four okay okay
1: what was psg
0: last season it doesn't matter
1: he didn't take a champion team
0: it he doesn't matter it doesn't matter you no know, you know why it doesn't matter <laughs> because last season was very much like the previous ten seasons, other than when Monaco won the league, where PSG waltzed to it because no one challenged them. This season, they're being challenged. Again, it's it's crazy to say that they were they were champions last season. Therefore, I mean, obviously, with PSG, it's a different story because they're in France with all the farmers. So, it's, you know, it's a different story, but. To, to say that they'll win the league because they were champions last season.
1: No, I didn't say that. I'm just trying to use that to argue against your points to why they won't win the season. I think they'll win the season because they're a ridiculously good team. They're only one point behind the other teams. They're getting a great manager who does great things. And they'll definitely win the league because they have, they have the manpower. That's why I think they'll win the league. I'm using all those other things just...
0: Okay, yeah, but you're I not thinking the about thing, the rest of the to win factors. Win the right, but the, that's not taking into account the other factors. They have a new coach, sure, but he's taking a completely different mindset and bringing it to a team that's halfway through the season behind two teams. Sure, by one point, but still behind two teams at Christmas break, which is not something they've ever done before. Right? They're always miles ahead by by winter break. Always miles ahead by winter break.
1: Yeah, but even if you have a slow start and you can't win it, I don't get it. It's because no,
0: it of changed, course. Of course, but that's the, th- that's the thing. They were they were pretty comfortable with Tuchel and they came off the back of a 4-0 win and then they decided to sack him, which completely changes everything. And look, I have faith that Pochettino can can handle the pressure of of bringing them back up to speed, but it's not going to be an easy road and with the teams that are challenging and the quality of the teams that are challenging them along the way, it's it's not going to be likely. If you if you really take into account for the fa- like the underlying factors of What's going on throughout their season? I do not think they're going to win the league.
1: All right. I will see you on the other side.
0: See you on the other I side. Wouldn't. Um, but speaking of the winter window and the winter break, there's a lot of transfers, um, you know, that are either being completed or rumors that are being spoken about. Um, uh, Kane getting a new contract. That's not really a, a transfer or anything, but he's getting a new contract.
1: That
0: makes sense. Um, and some of the transfers that are, like, more, I guess, solid than have happened so far. Eric Garcia, who's who's pretty much set and going to Barcelona. I believe he'll be joining in June. Um and they're just you know agreeing contracts now. It's kind of the same thing with De Jong. Um Kalasenaj went back to Schalke, so he's not at Arsenal anymore. Good for them. Um, this other guy, you don't know him, I don't think, but he's on Atalanta and he's joining United in January. Uh, this month he's going to be joining. Uh, I think he's Amad Diallo, so. another winger. Um, but the rumors that are piling up are getting more and more interesting by the minute so to start i mentioned earlier already deli ali to psg i think i think this is set based on the prospect like the the idea of it everything makes sense each party is going to be happy you know it's a win 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 for everyone uh
1: yeah he would. About, is, it a, is it a free transfer or?
0: No, I think I think he's gonna be sold. Nice sweet. Um. And then Pogba to Juventus. Uh, it's not gonna happen this winter, but it could happen in the summer. I personally, I don't see Pogba going anywhere. Um, I do. I don't see him leaving because. He's just putting in killer performances after killer performance recently, and he looks like he's enjoying himself in Manchester still. I think he still loves life there. Um, and I think if they can pull through with the league title, that'll be a huge factor as to what he'll do. I think he'll stay because of that. Do
1: think? Oh, I don't think he'll go anywhere in the winter, but I don't think he's going to stay.
0: I don't think he'll stay after this year. I think he'll leave. You think he'll leave in the summer? Yeah. You think it's dead set on Juve? Yeah. Okay. But I think I think if he leaves to Juve, they're going to get Dybala in return. Yes. Either Dybala or Ronaldo. Uh, and then you can be happy with his whole it comeback. would be
1: better if he got Ronaldo.
0: You think it would be better if they got Ronaldo?
1: Yeah.
0: Why is that? Well, I think it would better because then DiBala could shine at Juve and
1: become himself enough to be in that old guy's shadow. But I think um I think uh, mm. being back at his, his OG club would reinvigorate Ronaldo. I feel bad for Cavani, who would get pushed out again of another club as a striker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Although honestly I'd different. I'd rather him I'd rather him starting instead of Martial right now, so
1: Ronaldo
0: or Cavani. Either of them. Yeah, that's
1: fair. I mean, okay. he didn't, score, didn't
0: he just did score against Bella? Uh, Marcial cool. did. He's a good header. Yeah. But okay, I, I see that now you mentioned, you know, Dybala wanting to stay and, and live up to the hype. Yeah,
1: and if he goes to the United, he'll just become another United star they
0: bought. Right. Much um, um, of impact. But then declan rice to chelsea i think is also kind of set in stone he loves chelsea he loves lampard he loves mount
1: what about chelsea
0: declan rice declan rice for me that's that's also you know a hundred percent done deal do you know who declan rice is
1: um he won- he was on
0: chelsea now he's on no he's on west ham i think he was in the chelsea like academy but he's on uh, west ham
1: he was somewhere else wasn't he on leicester Declan Declan or somewhere
0: else man? Uh, no he's on west he's on west ham through and okay, well, through um but i think that's that's pretty much a done deal um and with the, with arsenal in the market for an attacking midfielder um two of the biggest names and options that have come to the forefront are either Julian Brandt from Dortmund or Isco. And I see I see Isco as the more likely deal.
1: Me too. Me too, me too, me too.
0: Um, I don't know if they'll be able to pull it off, being that it's Arsenal, but with a Spanish coach and... You know, Dani Ceballos, who left Real for the same reason, who's yeah. there now. And I guess he likes it there. We'll never really know. Yeah. Um, we'll never really know if any of them like it there. It doesn't look like anybody could like they it there. Them,
1: uh, they should give them
0: Obama Yang if they'll take him. Nah, they, I think they should keep Obama Yang. It's probably part of the only attack they have.
1: No, they should keep, they should keep Lacazette. uh, You think
0: they should keep Lacazette? I think they shouldn't keep either of them and then get someone else because. But recently I've been proven wrong. Oh, well, you never know.
1: I believe you. I believe you. You you give. You get Isco and you give Obama Yang.
0: I mean. I don't think they should do a swap. I think it would just be a loan deal and then, you know, could like. ...confirm the signing later on, but... I, I don't know, because Aubameyang is part of their only attack. You know? I mean, they,
1: oh, you know what? Take Isco and give back Ozil.
0: <laughs> yeah. Although Ozil will probably start tearing it up. For real. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: and then... I think the, the the biggest name on the list of transfer rumors is Messi. He can start legally negotiating with teams now for the summer deal of the century. Sorry, Ronaldo. He's not going anywhere. I don't know. I really don't. I think I think now that he took time to think about it and like see what's going on i I agree and I'd love to agree um but at the same time I think you know maybe they can pull through for a champions league this season and if they do he'll definitely leave because he made a vow what is it was two ever two seasons ago he he couldn't pull well I don't think he couldn't pull through they couldn't pull through and I think, yeah, he just wants—he wants something else.
1: Yeah, I don't think he'll leave. I know you might think he wants—he's not going to leave Barcelona. He won't do it. All
0: right. Well, I'll see you on the other side for that as well. Yeah,
1: that's right. You will. You see his—you see his—his uh, his assists today.
0: I did not. I saw he's the goal. Ridiculous.
1: He's ridiculous. I mean, that was the goal he assisted Dion. It's ridiculous.
0: Like I saw the finish. Oh, actually, no. What I didn't, I saw this. I saw them wheeling away in celebration, but that was about it. Um, and then an, I wouldn't call it a transfer necessarily, but Frank Lampard's job is on the line.
1: I saw that also. That's on the line. I mean, it's it's Chelsea's MO,
0: is it, to to fire and hire? That's like their thing. So right, but for a guy to. It's almost like a Mourinho situation, but worse because he's not getting anything out of the guys he's signed for that much money.
2: Yeah, yeah. Right? Because
0: Mourinho was able to at least win some stuff within the three years before his complete self-destruction, whereas Lampard spent all this money and has gotten nowhere with it. I think it's fair to say. And I... I don't really want to shit on Lampard so fast because oh,
1: right. I think they should give him more time.
0: But I do want to say that uh, in the in the cases of like Solskjaer and Arteta and and um dare I say Komen with that like former player strategy, at well, least you can that- at least you can see like a clear Like, strategy of how to play with Chelsea, I don't see anything. I just see 11 guys in blue shirts on a field kicking a ball and they don't know where to go.
1: I hear that. Just real quick, what was that thing I saw about Coleman was going to war with Barcelona about taking Messi's side? Something, something, something. What? No. What's this? I guess if you go to Google and you check that in,
0: Coleman goes to war with Barca. Yeah. That can't be good. Komen goes to war with Barca. Declares... Yeah, I, I don't know. It's all... Yeah, El
1: Futbolero.
0: I don't know, I see something on ESPN. What's that? No, oh, it's from George, September.
1: At war for new star.
0: El Futbolero. I don't know how, how... valid this source is. I've never seen these... I don't know. I just
1: pops up, pops up in my right. You know how he is. <laughs> Oh,
0: excuse me. There's a huge chance of him going to City or PSG, but nobody really knows that. It's all speculation. Who oh, Messi? Yeah. Oh my god, he's not going anywhere. We'll see. God damn, man. We'll he's see. Not going you never know.
1: Okay. I
0: know. <laughs> you sure about that? Oh, I'm so sure of that. Okay, fine. Um, but who do you think will if if they fire Lampard? Who do you think is their is their guy?
1: Um. Do you I think
0: they would play go play. back to Sari?
1: No way.
0: Could you imagine uh, though? Think uh, about it. The guys the guy's out of work. I don't know if he's still coaching or if he's retired, but he worked there once. He, no, he's not he's, his he's not the bad. keep the keeper he doesn't like is is out of favor he'll be able to work that's with bad. a better team he he was the only one that was able to win them something within the past three years and it was a pretty big thing which was a Europa League in his first season it's unlikely
1: he was mistreated not to back
0: that's true that's true but I think it's most I think it's mostly because of the Kepa incident
1: yeah, he doesn't need that in his life. He doesn't need that. If I had to pick a
0: uh, a, manager. a manager,
1: um, there are no other uh, there are no other Chelsea legends that are managers, are there out there right now?
2: No. So then, I don't know who's out. I don't know
1: who's not working. I think. I know but he's not gonna
0: be. He wouldn't bro. do a. He wouldn't do a I Chelsea job. Or my, in my personal right. opinion, I think that they should look to um, either Austria or Germany in Nagelsmann or Jesse Marsh.
1: Right,
0: or who? Either Julian Nagelsmann, who I think he's guy, everybody. He's the guy. Yeah, and he wears funky suits. Was on Schalke. He, he coached Schalke like... Right? No, Leipzig. He, he, oh. Okay, he was the guy they made a joke about in Champions, right? Like, you know, I need to see ID or whatever? Mm, no, I
1: don't think so. He's the coach of Leipzig. Okay, okay, fine.
0: I mean, He's maybe, like, yeah. Like, it could be, yeah. He is young. told me they were having friends
1: over. But... Um, okay. So I mean I don't know, would they would they take somebody who's just fired from PSG like Thomas Tuchel? Or would they
0: take, yeah. uh, Tuchel uh, could uh, Maxine, Tuchel could be an option. I mean,
1: whatever his name is. Who? Who, who was the UV coach before SAR?
0: Oh, I forgot about him. Um
1: <sighs> Maximilian yeah. something? No? Allegri. Not, what's his whole name?
0: Massimiliano Allegri.
1: Massimiliano Allegri.
0: Um, yes, I I totally forgot about him. But I don't know if he's still looking for a a, a spot. I mean, look,
1: looking, not looking. I don't know. He may just get it. Um, I think I don't know a lot of our managers. I don't
0: know a lot of our managers who's out of work and in work and looking for work and. Right, I but I think now that you bring him up, I think he would be probably a top option for them, probably their best, a top option, or their best option is a option. Um, but I do like the sound of of especially Nagelsmann because he brings the exact style that I think Abramovich has been looking for since you know they they got rid of Mourinho, um, and he would be able to work with. Werner, again, he'd be able to work with a much better quality team. Um, And then also, you know, Jesse Marsh kind of has the same thing at at, uh, Salzburg where he has an incredibly talented team, not really that great in terms of quality, but he does bring that same fast-paced style that puts teams like Liverpool on the edge of their seat. And I think that's what he's looking for. So, I think that could work. I those think are my two okay. p- top. It would be weird and sort of out of the blue, but I, I can see.
1: I think Massimiliano Allegri. I don't think a coach. I don't think a currently work, working coach will leave wherever they are to go to Chelsea.
2: Hmm. I don't think so. I think they're
1: going to find somebody who's going to be out of work. And I think Allegri is
0: somebody who it is the was man. On the team and did well. Um. He wasn't fired recently enough, like, to go for them, not, to, you know, for him to be sort of, yeah, Right. I was
1: thinking even maybe, it's going to sound crazy, even maybe, uh, um, who's who's coaching Sheffield right now? No. What's his name? Not Sean Dyche. His, uh...
0: Um, I, I don't remember his name, but it's, his name? there's no chance they would hire him.
1: No, because he's good. He's good. I think the team dipped. Like, I don't think he even... I mean, he might not... Chris good, Wilder?
0: Pretty commi- what? Chris Wilder? Chris Wilder. I think he's pretty committed to him. But if they made a big enough case for him, he might leave in order for him not to, you know... Get, you know, he probably get fired by Sheffield anyway. You know who I could see? Who? I could... And I was, I was thinking Dean Smith from Villa, but no, he's... He's hired there because he's like he's been a fan of Villa for ages, so that wouldn't happen. But no. I could see Brendan Rodgers.
1: Brendan Rodgers,
0: because there's always been talk, even you know, even when he's been at Leicester and doing well, of him going and taking over at United when they had slumps, or oh, taking trying, over at yeah. Spurs when they had slumps, or taking over at Chelsea when they had slumps. So, or you know, even Arsenal.
1: Coached. Shoot, who did he coach? He's a Spanish coach. He was in La Liga and then a few seasons ago he was in the Prem. For Watford? Yeah. yeah the handsome guy. The guy
0: with the beard who's not that yeah. good of a coach?
1: Yeah, what would you say?
0: Who's not that good of a coach?
1: He's not that good of a coach. Kike
0: Sanchez Flores? Yes. Yeah, he's he has a horrible CV, has a horrible resume. Yeah,
1: well, in that case, never mind. The
0: guy has accomplished almost nothing other than looking suave as hell. Yeah, he's so
1: handsome. I'm gonna look like a
0: guy I'm older. You I wish. think of all the most handsome football people in in the planet, I think he's the number
1: one handsome person on the planet. Mm. I think he's the number, I think he's the best looking footballer and I, I like guy involved in the
0: football organization. I think it's him. That's fair. Just
1: saying.
0: Um, but I sent I sent some of my some posts to myself this week again. Oh, um,
1: so cute! Is it because you ran out of friends? I'm just kidding. That's kind
0: of mean. I've never had friends. Um, but it's it's a big year for the United States. There are
1: so many good players. You have a full team of European superstars.
0: There's another star at Dortmund. McKennie is a, is a starter at, Juve. Pulisic is, a beast. At Chelsea, there's three. Chelsea. There's three in La Liga with two of the three at Barcelona alone. Um, there's there's another three in the Prem with one at City and one at Wolves and one at Fulham.
2: There are two keepers
1: right out in Europe.
0: There, um, I think just Zach Stefan. No?
1: Just one, just Stefan at uh, City?
0: Yeah, I believe so.
1: I thought there was somebody else. That's my bad.
0: But it's a record nine U.S. Men's National Team players to feature in the Champions League
1: in a season.
0: And that's, that's unbelievable for the future of the men's team. Yeah. Uh, It's a
1: full team superstars. It
0: makes me so happy. American guys aren't bad, right? I mean, who
1: are the guys that, uh... I actually don't, I don't know enough about that team to know. What do you mean? I don't know enough about the rest of the, the U.S. team to know who the last two guys in the starting 11 would be. Like, there's no way all those guys aren't starting. Might be playing the same positions, all those guys?
0: Most of them would, most of them would start. They're a hint because, you know, there's a, there's more than two or three wingers, so... There's obviously going to be competition for spots, but still, overall, you could start most of them in one game. Okay, well, like there's, pretty- there's enough variation,
1: yeah,
0: in the type of player and the position. So yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes, but for now, it's looking pretty, pretty exciting. Um,
1: they de- they'll definitely make the World Cup, and they'll definitely make a
0: yeah. Oh, 100%. Cannot wait for that. Um, and then kind of a quick jump back to the transfers. So this summer, and I like what Bleacher Report did recently, they have a contract, uh, out of contract in the summer 11. So they've, they've gone with a lineup of a 3-4-3. And yeah. the, the players are as follows, starting from the back. So Donnarumma, is the goalkeeper that's out of contract in the summer but personally Uh i don't think i see him going anywhere you know milan are on the cusp of great things and of glory um i think think he'll stay i think he'll be you know an all-time legend there um Uh, so i think that's set sorry is he
1: captain right now or
0: i i so. It's either him or Romagnoli or something.
1: That wherever he goes, he
2: has to be captain?
0: No, I don't think that's. It. He hasn't played in a few games now. They're. I think they're testing the waters without with like a life without Zlatan for now. Um, Do we need this forty-year-old guy? Right. Do we need him? Uh, they'll need him for some games. That's for sure. I don't think they're comfortable yet. Um, David Alaba. Ramos and Boateng in the back so Alaba I definitely see leaving um he's been at odds with the team for a while now there's always been talk every year of him getting out of Germany so I think he's done and I do think Boateng is also done at Bayern because he's old he has he doesn't play anymore I mean he just he did just play but he's not I don't think he's ideal for them I don't know where he'll go that's a great Wait, question.
1: Step in play today for City?
0: They did. Yeah, he did. Wow. He did a pretty like, good job. Look like
1: that looking guy he looks like a Yeah.
0: Guy. Like not not him. <laughs> he did a and he did a solid job. Only got yeah, in one, one goal. One, 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 one. <laughs> um but I do see the two Bayern center backs leaving. Ramos on the other hand, I'm not sure.
1: Did you see the rumor that he's going to go to uh, he might go to Spurs?
0: I did not, but I I do remember you telling me about that at some point. I mean, he's he's still a great center back, and I don't see why he would I don't leave. Don't, I, don't,
1: I, don't, I don't see why he would leave, but I do think Real Madrid need to drop
0: him. I mean, it's a, it's time. At he's some, great, but, but at some point, you, but who are they going to put in his spot?
1: I don't know. Find someone. They're Madrid. Find a good back and buy him and then
0: Right, right. I think, I think, you know what, I agree. And I think the steps that Real need to take to go back to their former glory is to do exactly what you're saying and buy the next star center back.
1: Yeah, just buy some amazing guy. Wait, look, look here's what they should do. Keep them until the World Cup. And then when the World Cup finishes, buy all the best performers in all of their different uh, their different um, positions, honestly. That sounds like a real
0: good move. You're buy saying clean goal. house.
1: Buy the two best performing setbacks. <coughs> uh, some of the
2: best, you know, performing goal scorers, just buy them. Mm. Just buy like you know right? The, the goalkeeper, buy the best oh, goalkeeper. Be
1: of goal. course I guarantee after the World Cup they drop courtois, buy whoever wins the golden ball, or who performs the
0: best. Right. But I, I I don't see them. Obviously, they do need to do that in in most spots. But you know, goalkeeper they don't need to. Half the defense they don't need to. Um, you know, Mendy and and Varane can still hold their own. Courtois still great. Um, their midfield needs some revamping. Yeah, that's for sure. They can't rely on Modric and Crows anymore. Although they're they're, they're still you know unbelievable. Um, In the but I think what mostly needs attention is the attack. They've always yeah. been such an attack-heavy team, and to to take some weird-ass, you know, let's buy like average players who've done well, and and go for the go for like the uh, I guess like hipster route almost, like do like buy the underrated guys, right? before yeah. they're cool, and make them cool.
1: And make them cool.
0: So I think they need, I think that's definitely the one of the first steps that needs to happen at Rail. But Ramos, yeah. Ramos, I, I do, now that you mention it in that sense, I do see him leaving. Um, yeah, not on his accord, but just because Madrid need to make some moves. Right, and I think the worst thing about him leaving is that they will not. I do not care how, and it's crazy to say that they'll treat him like shit when he leaves. But they're going to treat him like shit because there are players that are much bigger than he is that have left the team that have meant more to the team and more to the fans than ever. And who. So
1: who? are they going to treat? What?
0: They're going to treat him like shit. They're not going to give him. Any any kind of commemorative is going to be the same thing as Casillas and Ronaldo and and all those guys. Oh, yeah,
1: I see.
0: It's going I, to be. I don't
1: know. He was a little more vicious than the other two. He was like really.
0: No, no, because I think how it'll play out, and especially if they if they refuse to do a contract and everything, I think fans will see it as wow, this guy's really not going to fight for a spot. They're going to let he's going to let them. You know, offload him for free. I can't believe he would do that to us after all these years. And then the team is also going to be like, no, we're not giving you a new contract. I think he would like to stay. It's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a ballagan. It's going to be a fucking mess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I hear that, and then I go to Spurs, and I'll play Real Madrid, and I'll destroy them.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. that's the plan. Um, the next four, in the midfield from right to left, or left to right, I don't know how you'd want to say it, but we have Ozil, that's for sure. What are we talking about right now? The midfield. Of what? The out-of-contract 11.
1: Uh, out-of-contract 11,
0: okay. So Ozil, um, that's definitely going to happen. He'll probably go to the States. That's the end of, of the Wonderboy. Yeah. Yeah. I think he'll link up with Beckham at Inter Miami and and you know play out the rest of his days. There's not much left for him and it's sad but you know it is what it's either that or retirement. I don't think or you I know M- have to I'm going to have to them I guess. Maybe maybe MLS Turkey or retirement. Those are you know the three options he has I think at this rate. I don't know who else would take him. That's kind of sad. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. But that's for sure going to happen. Um, Van Haldom is an interesting case because he's been out of favor and there's something going on there. And I think Coleman wants him a lot at Barca if he stays throughout the summer. Ah. So I do see Barca being somewhere he would go. But I again, I really do think that this is all a ploy, and they're going to agree a contract anytime soon. Because oh,
1: to go to Barcelona. Yeah.
0: Klopp loves him.
1: Yeah. Well, Klopp, what, you think he won't leave Liverpool or he really loves them?
0: I, I think it makes sense as of now, but, like, the paranoid self, my paranoid self is going, well, uh, Klopp really likes this guy. Whether he's saying that because he wants to, he have, a likes, yeah,
1: he wants to have a good image. Yeah, he wants to have a good image. He likes saying the name Genie because he gets to show his teeth a lot. <laughs> uh, and I think he's just doing it because he hates
0: Barcelona and he likes to stick it to Barcelona because that was his biggest win ever. Right. That was his only think, win ever. I think you would literally only keep Genie to spite out of spite, especially if it's against Barcelona. I really think Club, um I don't I mean I mean I'm it depends to, if they to, get a contract going, but if they don't
1: a and a figure head and all that, but I, I, I think he's such a tool and I think you can only do it on spite. It's
0: yeah. so not nice to say, but that's that's what I that's <laughs> the vibe that's the vibe I get. That's just the vibe I get. I do get that a lot from Klopp. He it's bothers me. He really bothers me. Although he sport, he is a nice he does sport, care about his players. Good.
1: He's a sore
0: loser and an abysmal winner. That's what that's the vibe I get. Mm. This is this is true, and that's a fact. Um, Fernandinho, I don't I don't really know his scenario. There hasn't been much word about Fernandinho. There was supposed to be his retirement or him leaving City last season after, yeah. um, I believe, Riyad Mahrez said it in an interview and was like. It was actually really funny. They were having like this question. Oops, I have said that. This yeah, they were having like a trivia thing, and City posted it. It was like their channel, and they were like, "Who's retiring at the end of the season?" He was like, uh, "David Silva and Fernandinho," and then everybody looked at him like, "Dude, shut the fuck up!"
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, and he was. Like the Tom Holland of Manchester City. And they left it. I think they left it in too. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then they got a new contract, but I think he'll. He'll probably leave and retire, go back to Brazil at the end of his, at the end of this season. All right. So that's pretty likely. Um, the last one in the midfield is Di Maria. He'll stay. I think he'll stay too. I mean, he'll he's stay. getting an Argentine to coach him. And he's still so good. Yeah. He's so good. Although, you know what would be crazy
1: is
0: if he went to Spurs with Ramos.
1: Why would he go to Sp- Why and how would he get to Spurs? Was he there with
0: Mourinho? He was at Real with Mourinho. He would reunite. He'd go for free. So would Ramos. It would be a whole I fucking know. reunion oh, party. It would be great.
1: Reunion, but also like, um,
0: and if Ronaldo went back to United? Whoa.
1: Does Mourinho need. <laughs> Yeah, I know, it'd be crazy. Wait, what, does Rick, Mourinho need a guy like Di Maria? Because that might actually
0: be a sick call. I think he could definitely use a guy like Di Maria. With someone who's not super consistent recently with Berg-Vine, um yeah, And been, they're, they're lopsided him. on the wings. Lucas Moura has been driving me nuts recently. Lucas Moura, Eric Lamella, when they're put on the wings, they're not they're not doing their jobs it's mostly sun on one side and then
1: too and more running is not is not getting through as much as we'd like it to
0: yeah i feel that but also not only the reuniting aspect and like uh, whatever but also if the maria could have a chance to stick it to the united supporters oh, yeah. in in the prem again i think that would also be a huge pull yeah, be for him so
1: bad because then he would he would end up making for the United fans, and then the Spurs would get screwed
0: in the second half. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's why you don't mock us.
1: No, that would be great, though. I would not mind.
0: But I do I see that awesome. as a possibility. Despite not hearing about Di Maria not having a contract by the end of the season, I do think that's a huge possibility, and I would love to see that. Um, and then now they're for the front three. So the first of the front three leading the attack in this out-of-contract this summer 2021 is Ibrahimović. Um, I guess, you know, he was here to rebuild Milan. You know, he's going to go on his voyage or whatever.
1: Do you know where he'll go, you know where he'll go to to reinvigorate another team that he used to play for? I'll go back to Ajax. Nah. And have a rekindle.
0: It's They're so covering. hard to to. There's no direction for him, honestly. At this at this point, I see him going to like Germany though. If he wanted to do like a, a came, I saw, I conquered almost.
1: Yeah, but for his last, too, like his last run, sort of.
0: I don't know. Just because he could win every, like you know, a bunch of trophies in each country. Um,
1: yeah, but he's on a very small team because nobody's taking somebody like that. Even though he did well, like they're not like okay, he's forty. What's the what's the point?
0: I could see him in yellow.
1: You've seen him at at Dortmund.
0: If he could like shape the shape the the garbage out of Holland, make him a better striker than he is. Who's
1: his agent? Minauola. Yeah. Yeah. Then maybe Dortmund. Yeah, I hear it.
0: I mean, if you if you look at the teams that are linked with Rayola, it's Ajax, it's Dortmund, it's Semi-United, it's it's Milan, it's the other Milan. Yeah. There's a lot of directions this can go in. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave him a new contract. At
1: Milan? Yeah. Yeah, I hear that too.
0: He would be happy there. They'd I be really happy. I really, really couldn't tell. No, nah, neither can I. Um, and then Depay, on the on one of the wings. Um, I've been I've been predicting a huge move for him for the past four years, and it hasn't come around. Um, but he he'll definitely leave Leon, He'll make his one final impact, and then he'll definitely go somewhere and and live up to the hype that he had in the beginning of his career. Somewhere like Barcelona. He's never been there, but I think he'll go there. Especially if Com especially if Coman is still there, he'll definitely go to Barcelona.
1: Yeah, because the Dutch guy in charge, but with the new president coming in, everybody wants to shove me in charge. I don't know how
0: exactly. Is. Exactly.
1: Well, I don't know what Barcelona would do with another guy who scores goals. That doesn't make any sense
0: to me. Well, they'd it's... have a more consistent guy up front. I mean, right now you have Brathwaite and you have Griezmann, who's playing horribly. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's it's that's kind yeah, of up in the stuff. air. I don't I don't know enough about, about that stuff, but not Mr. P. Right. Well, I don't know about that and stuff. then we can skip the last one, but it's messy. But Stay. we spoke about that, so we'll see. I don't know where he'll go. Stay. Um. Oh, uh, I remember remember last week when I was mentioning like awards and how it should be fans and not reporters and whatnot. In like yeah. countries, so four three three. This channel, this account on Instagram, they like post all this soccer content. They're probably, I think, they are the biggest um, soccer account and like soccer social media company in the world. Um, they have a huge following, and they just started these like four three three awards this year, and it's all based on voting from the fans. Okay. So they have um, – I just swiped it out. Let's see. They posted the votings they had for, like, player of the year. So of over 50 million votes from fans, you know, it was 35.7% to Lewandowski, 18% to Ronaldo, 16% to Messi. But the way they've done it, they listed, you know, who got how many of percent of the votes, and they listed who got what spot in the. And the way they went about it, they they got over fifty million voters. From Instagram, from
2: wow. Twitter,
0: from everything, and it's it's a much better system. Because there's a clear agreement. What? That sounds really good. And I think if, if if they used if they did it for 2018, Modric would be nowhere near the top five, or maybe he would be, but not the top three. Um. let's let's cap this off with a roundup of of 2020. Um. So I, I have a list of of things. Of like best of or worst of or overrated or underrated of 2020. Um, so who would you say is your best team of 2020? My it's Bayern for me. Uh, Bayern. Bayern. Hundred percent. They they walk their way through the Champions League, the Bundesliga, the German Cup. That's that's okay. I'm happy we agree on something at least. Um, yeah. Worst team of 2020. team
1: like actually worst team or worst team like a good
0: team that that ruined expectations open just, open to interpretation but now i know who you're thinking of
1: do you yeah who am i thinking
0: of barca yeah definitely that's my word that's mine too all right i'm uh, two for two <laughs> um no i'm not no, no, obviously, but that was expected. So fine, yeah. They ruined the expectations. Um, who is your best talent? Who is your biggest and brightest newcomer? Oh, Holland. Was he more two thousand nineteen? I guess he was two thousand twenty, right? Two
1: thousand twenty, yeah.
0: Was he? I mean, who is yours? I'm trying to think of when he really bursted onto the stage. When did Holland join Dortmund? Holland yeah, he signed He signed December 2019. Fine. So, yeah. So, Erling Holland, best talent of of this year. Um, Giovanni Reina can kind of come in close. Holland. Um. Uh, yeah, sure, Holland. Holland. Um. Holland. But yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. He won the Golden Boy, so he'd be the he'd be the best talent of the year of two thousand twenty. Now uh, my phone turned off. Let's see. <sighs> Okay, so who is, uh, on to the next, who's the best signing of 2020? Best signing of 2020,
1: probably, pro- probably Ibrahimovic, right?
0: Ibrahimovic? Wouldn't he be? I'm, I'm all for Bruno.
1: For Bruno?
0: Dude, look what he's done. Yeah,
1: look what Ibrahimovic
0: has done. Yeah, but I think it's I think he's more impressive with with Bruno. He's a one man army. He has the record for the most uh, goal involvements in a calendar year in the history of the Premier League within the same year of joining them.
1: Well, we we, we clearly find different things to be important at different levels.
0: That's he's fair. He's one
1: army. He's leading in goal scoring and blah blah blah.
0: Yeah, but he's completely turned a team around. I think, I think,
1: a team which is necessary at the top of the which some haven't done in years. In my opinion, what he's done is far more impressive and important than what Bruno has done. You can't attribute all of United's success to him because people are saying that Solskjaer is doing a really great job.
0: Yes, but but so, people do see bruno as the guy who turned things around and that's obvious that's not even a debate he if bruno did not join in january united would be nowhere near where they are now and Solskjaer would have been sacked yeah. months did ago i don't
1: Abramovich i don't
0: think twice so his age. i don't
1: twice his age.
0: i don't think so because if if you look at milan's case sure he he really you know rejuvenated them and and made it a lot better but at the same time i think he was more of a final piece to the puzzle as opposed to the entire puzzle in one purchase uh, i think i think he helped i think he helped I but milan always had the talent and the and the fight for it Whereas United never had balls, and Bruno came over, and they grew some, and they dropped at the same time. Like.
1: Well, you know what? I don't actually know what. Maybe maybe even Heubier. He might be the signing
0: of 20th. Yeah. Maybe. No. He hasn't had the same impact. Dude. Look, I think he's I'm, an unbelievable, he's and he's so, so underrated. But. Uh, I think he's, he's unbelievable and I think he's incredibly underrated, but I do not think there's, he doesn't come close. Not even to Ibrahimovic's impact. Uh, that's fair.
1: I'm just saying he's a really, really good time. Whatever. Leave me alone.
0: <laughs> For the sake of the Chelsea fans, Edward Mendy is the signing of the season of the year. Yeah. Not even. They're not depressed Wait, anymore. We're not letting up 10 goals a week. We're letting up seven. Now, worst signing of 2020. <sighs> Signing of 2020? The worst signing call? of twenty twenty. Um. Oh, dude. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who was the worst signing of twenty
1: twenty. The worst signing of two thousand and twenty. <laughs> okay. You ready?
0: COVID nineteen. R- Ronald Coleman. Ronald Coleman. Mm, I like that. But that's not a signing. Yeah,
1: that's fair. Kike said yeah. 20 or
0: 19? I don't know, and I don't want to think about it anymore. It's terrible. Worst signing of 2020. I can I can name you half of Chelsea's team.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Werner Havertz. Havertz
0: probably. I'd
1: say he's worse than
0: Werner. Probably. Um, yeah, I'd say that. Super unfortunate, but dude, he's not cut for it right now. He can't do it on a cold Tuesday night at Stoke,
2: Saturday,
0: or Wednesday night, or whatever. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, is there anyone else that's like Bail! Oh, no, please don't jump through the phone and kill me. No, he's not the worst signing. He's just not doing as well as he should be doing. He's not the Isn't worst that thing. what a bad signing means? Yeah, we got the worst signing. That's fair. That's fair. To
1: worse, not kind of bad.
0: Hmm. I'm going
1: to get so fat right now. I the Indian food.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got a picture earlier. It looks amazing. Um. can wait.
1: eat without me.
0: And then, favorite goals, assists. I think. Uh, I think now that you know Son won Puskas, we can say that. Suarez was the best goal. Uh, I love that goal. I freaking love Suarez's goal. Yeah, Suarez. I mean, goal. the ability. Oh the ability. I've seen runs before. I've seen runs before.
1: I've seen runs before. People run really fast. People run really fast with a ball in their hands by their feet. I've seen it before. Suarez made a ball bend with his, the back of his foot. And it's ridiculous.
0: Into the bottom corner. Over a goalie. Never, over the keeper, I, yeah, too.
1: Was, like, incredible. Everything about it was incredible.
0: It was a Rabona back heel. Over the, it was a Rabona backheel chip no, into the bottom corner with with a swerve on it. I mean, can't get any better than that.
1: No, seriously not.
0: Can't get any better than that.
1: I'd like to see, I'd like to see some more of that. I try to go Madrid.
0: How you? Well, we're seeing it. We're definitely seeing it throughout this season. He's killing it yes sir and and they probably will come out on top they probably will i think so um well that's it for today uh thank you for joining us happy new year here's to a good 2021 and goodbye 2020 um send us your questions comments and concerns on Instagram in our DMs or on email, the email is letmetalk4231 at gmail.com. The Instagram account is letmetalkpc. Hit us up, uh, write whatever you want. It doesn't really like, you know, just anything, literally anything, your talk own to talk opinions. To talk to you. What? To talk to sure. It's let me talk, but it's also let you talk. So, you know, send us anything. Where do you think Messi's going to end up? Do you think is going to pull through with PSG? Do you think they can win a Champions League? Who knows? But uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening, and uh, Happy New Year.
2: Happy? <laughs>